Alright, welcome to What the Fox. This is the first episode of my first season of What the Fox. So, a couple things that I just want to get out of the way owing to this being the first real episode. Uh, I got some flack from some friends of mine. <clears throat> so I'm going to apologize for my credibility statement in my, um, the minor, the short clip of the podcast. Um, because my friends know how much effort and research I put into when I do these videos, because this, as I said, is a reboot of my original channel. The issue that they have with me saying that I'm not credible was most people will not get my sense of humor, and it was more in reference to if you're a first-time listener, you don't know my credibility, you don't know how much research I go into, and how in-depth that I try and make sure that I get nothing but the facts, and I run with the facts. So, <clears throat> I'm going to apologize for that, but I would like to move on, and hopefully, throughout the course of this, you will get to know my sense of humor, and you will find it just as funny as myself and my friends find it. At least I'm pretty sure they find it funny, but I don't know yet. So moving on, kicking off Season 1, and the Season's 1 theme is People and Our Failed Programming. So the first episode here I want to get into is The Division Caused by Religion. <clears throat> Topic not a lot of people like to talk about. So one of my first points here is there is an estimated amount of 4,200 religions globally. So 4,200 different religions across the globe. The obvious four main religions are the Judeo-Christian, which includes Catholicism, Christianity, Judaism, and all of their veritable forms, Islam, Hinduism, and Buddhism. So, I'm sure some people listening to this will identify with one of those. And yes, for this, in the strive to take a logical and scientific approach... I will be referring to Judeo-Christianity as its own branch of religion. So, if you get upset that I'm not specifically referring to Catholicism or Baptist or agnostic, or not agnostic, sorry, the the sub-forms of Christianity, sorry about your luck. <clears throat> so, kicking this off, I, I wanted to break down each of these religions, and I've done a lot of research on each of them, and they're very complicated. Um, so I'm going to simplify it, because when we all took public school math, we learned how to simplify things. So here's the simplification. In Hinduism, the belief is in karma and karmic effect. Do good things, receive good things. In Buddhism, very similar with recipro uh, reciprocity. That's a really, really tricky word for me to say. Recipro... Reciprocity? Yeah. To reciprocate. Very similar to karma. You give, you get. In Islam, the... And again, this is a simplified mentality. The more good deeds you perform, the closer to Allah you will be. And in the Judeo-Christian religions, it's do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So rather than look at the major differences of these religions, I want to look at the similarities. So, there's an estimated 77.79%, so 77.8 if we're going to round up percent, of the global population subscribe to one of these religions. So that's 
something in the Judeo-Christian tree or Islam, Hinduism, or Buddhism. So I'm just going to give you the breakdown. 31.11% fall under Judeo-Christianity, which kind of makes sense considering there are so many different flavors. Then you have 24.9% of the population is affiliated with Islam. <clears throat> you have 15.58% of the population, which is unaffiliated. 15.16%, uh, which is affiliated with Hindu. 6.62%, which is affiliated with Buddhism. 5.61% <clears throat> is folk religions. And 0.79% is miscellaneous. So, if it's an estimated 77 0.8% of the population that's over 6 billion people and there goes my phone I don't care so 6 billion people in the world believe in one of these four main cased religions so why are people such a-holes why is our world so twisted as at the core of each of these religions they all stem from the same mentality. Don't be a jerk and look out for each other. So this is where <laughs> the division by faith <clears throat> is wrong. It's the division by religion. Um, religion is segregating from practical faith. So I'm just going to break down a few definitions. We have faith, which is the ascent of the mind to the truth of a proposition or statement for which there is no complete evidence. Belief in general. Specifically, firm belief based upon confidence in the authority and veracity of another, rather than one upon one's own knowledge, reason or judgment, earnest and trustful confidence as to have faith in the testimony of a witness, or to have faith in a friend. I guarantee you everybody displays some form of faith every day. You'll sit down in an office chair without even thinking that it's going to hold your weight. You just go to sit down, you park your butt in the chair, and voila, it's holding you. That is faith, by definition. Okay, one of the other definitions I want to get into is religion, which is the belief in and reverence for a supernatural power or powers regarded as creating and or governing the universe. A particular variety of such belief, especially when organized into a system of doctrine and practice. Okay, so now, now we've got the differentiation between faith and religion. Faith is trusting something that's going to happen or trusting something that you don't have information on, and religion is doctrine and practice in a belief system. It's just great. Next definition that I'm going to bring in is multiculturalism. Two terms that we hear every day, all day, in job interviews, this, that, and the next thing is multiculturalism and diversity. So just to break them down, because we all kind of know what they mean, but we really don't. So I want to look at this very strategically and very scientifically and very logically, First and foremost, multiculturalism is the doctrine that several different cultures, rather than one culture, can coexist peacefully and equitably in a single country. I'm going to say area, single area. Okay, that is multiculturalism. Now, it's a doctrine. So, referencing back to religion, a particular variety of belief, especially when organized into a system of doctrine or practice. Or sorry, doctrine and practice. Multiculturalism is its own doctrine of peaceful coexistence and cohabitation, essentially on a grand scale. <clears throat> Diversity is the quality or condition of being diverse. The condition of having or including people from different ethnicities and social backgrounds. That's great. 
now we've got our de definitions out of the out of the way. So I don't want anyone to give me grief on faith, religion, multiculturalism, or diversity going forward. Now you can have faith without religion, but you cannot have religion without faith. The two are not synonymous. Our systemic issue with division among people in society is the mentality of whatever religion is the right only religion. My religion's right, your religion's wrong. It works wonderful in theory, but it's owing to zealotry, it fails miserably. Like multiculturalism as a whole. Because in multiculturalism, it's, you know, we can all get along. You know, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. But the issue with that is there is zealotry being drilled into people's head, which is Christianity is the right religion, or Islam's the right religion, or Hinduism's the right religion. Actually, as far as my understanding, Hinduism is, and same with Buddhism, they're fairly chill. But I know with Christianity and Judo-Christian Judo um, religions, <clears throat> it's it's pretty well drilled into you that you know, no, 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 you you need to go out and tell people about God because if they don't believe in God, they're going they're going to hell and if they don't believe what you believe, then they're wrong, and you need to go save them. Which, don't get me wrong, again, if, if that is the case, so again, rationally discussing this as a theological point of view, and leaving my own personal beliefs out of it, it sounds great. You know, you want to, as, as Christianity, you want to save people from the from the damnation of hell. You know, in Islam, you, you want people to go to paradise and, and, and be with Allah. And I get that you want to impose your beliefs on others <clears throat> but it's a bad thing to do so the whole multiculturalism thing works wonderfully in theory but owing to this zealotry of i'm right you're wrong i'm smart you're stupid diversity and multiculturalism really get kind of a negative comeuppance these theories are thrown around ad nauseum in today's society of acceptance and 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 diversity um but these cultural differences are the problem it's not the multiculturalism it's not the diversity that's the problem it's the cultural differences and i'm not saying that you can't be different you can't have your own cultural differences it's the focus on these differences that's the problem it's not the differences at all it's focusing on them humans are the only species of mammal which no one treats with logical principle just to use bears as an example, we have black bears, brown bears, polar bears, Asiatic bears, Andean bears, panda bears, sloth bears, and sun bears. So there's eight different types of bears. I am not going to ask what their cultural differences are because they will look at my ass and see me as lunch. Humans need to start thinking the same way about humans. It doesn't matter which way we're from, and I'm not talking about we're going to eat each other for lunch because that's just creepy and wrong. What I'm talking about is we need to stop looking at other people and going, hey, you're different than me, or hey, you believe something different than me, or hey, you need to accept what I believe, or you need to embrace what I believe. No, because that's not how acceptance works. So moving forward with this whole train of thought, which kind of got derailed, <clears throat> We focus on the minor differences of our species, religion, polit political affiliation, sexual orientation, or, or, or subspecies, aka our ethnicity. Now, if you look at other animals around the world, okay, one, 
lot of them don't have a religion, as far as we know. But I don't talk to animals. I am not Dr. Doolittle. So let's look at political affiliation. You look after each other. Animals that are communal animals. They look after the young. They look out for each other. So on and so forth. Um, so that is their kind of political affiliation. Sexual orientation. Well, let's face it. Your dog will literally get frisky with your leg. Do you hate your dog for that? No. Okay, you're like, aww, pats him on the head. Okay, that's enough now. Bugger off. Okay, I know that you're feeling frisky, but you don't have to inflict that on me. Well, right there's the solution to this whole straight, gay, transgender thing. Is, I don't care what you do in your personal life. Just like you shouldn't care what I do in my personal life. Yes, I am the classification of the most hated kind of human being on the planet right now. I am a Caucasian, straight, heterosexual, male, with a heterosexual, Caucasian female, and we have children. Hate me just because I was born into this. Anyways, moving forward is we are the only species that has made that has intentionally made things this complicated. Okay? Brennan Manning said, the greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians, who acknowledge Jesus with their lips, walk out the door, and deny him by their lifestyle. This is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. Now again, going back to the breakdown or the, the core foundation of each of the religions is it's all the same thing. Be a good person. Try and, and strive to be a better person. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. The, the ph philosophical mentalities of religion is meant to inspire people to love one another. To help one another, not to divide and chastise. If you're Christian and unwilling to spend time with or help someone who doesn't share your faith, you're not Christian. You're a freaking hypocrite. Because Jesus spent more time with sinners than with the clergy. And sure, like I said, we're all human. We make mistakes. We get angry. We have bias from either our programming or our personal experiences. And the number one thing we got to do is break our programming. For thousands of years, religions have manipulated have been manipulated by man, okay? There are over 5,800 Greek New Testament manuscripts known to date, along with over 10,000 Hebrew Old Testament manuscripts and 19,000 copies in Syriac, Coptic, Latin, and Aramaic. That's thousands upon thousands of versions of the Holy Bible. Now, the only reason I went into that one is because that one's huge, versus some of the other religions and their sacred texts. But there's thousands and thousands of variations and variants of the Holy Bible. It was also a good segue. <clears throat> and I'm not picking on Christianity. There are over... Uh, what is it? There's 20 different versions of the Quran. Okay. Just to quickly pull up that research is why those two are listed. Go do some digging on your own if you'd like. I'm not here to spoon feed you your education. I'm here to inspire you to start learning get out of your comfort zone shut off the television shut off the, the the part in your brain that goes feed me entertain me and start asking questions so what i'm going to do is give you enough information that makes you stop and go well i never thought about that 
And then you're going to go and you're actually going to do some homework yourself. Because if I hand it to you, you're not going to, it's not going to be valued. Teach a man to fish, he'll eat for, for the rest of his life and drink a lot of beer. Give a man a fish and he eats for a day. So, moving forward. Where do we go in my notes here? Oh yeah, 20 versions of the Quran, which is the telephone game. I'm sure most people have played the telephone game where everybody in class sits in a circle and one person says something to the person to their left and it continues around the circle. And what started off is, I like cookies, comes back as your dad doesn't know how to cook. So, religions primarily boast being humble and pious, okay, or very dedicated. Most religions have a hierarchy, which doesn't work. Villages have elders and so on and so forth, and that whole tribal mentality of the, the people who have experienced more to give their advice to others. That's, I, it's totally cool. But there shouldn't be a, a, a taste hierarchy. And, and nobody knows the caste hierarchy better than the Vatican or, or Catholicism. And I'm going to use that because everybody knows about the Catholic Church and how there's a pope and there's bishops and cardinals and priests and nuns. And they've got this whole government-style hierarchy or dictatorship-style hierarchy of the popes in charge. And then everything trickles down to the members of the congregation. That doesn't make sense. For a religion that is is focused on loving others, helping others, and being humble servants, why are dudes walking around with golden robes on? Why does the Vatican own one of is is one of the largest property owners on the globe? It doesn't really, to me, sound like what their religion talks about. <clears throat> In my opinion, this is my opinion that the higher the religious leader. And the more that they are revered and become deified, detracts focus from the actual deity or deities of the religion. When you deify someone who has a superior position to you, or you start to worship that person, versus following what you're supposed to be doing in these religions, which is, don't be a jerk, help other people if you can, this is where an issue with these hierarchies is. Same thing can be said about patriotism. It's the religion for the non-religious. Your, your country deserves your loyalty because you were born there. Mother, what? I don't recall my soul having a choice to what country I wanted to live in. I didn't get the video game selection screen of, okay, pick your race. Okay, well, I wanted to be Canadian. I don't remember this. I don't I, I don't recall picking up the selector that I'm going to be 5'9". Okay? I don't I don't re recall picking that I'm going to have brown hair and brown eyes. Dude, I would have so gone for something cool like purple eyes. I didn't get the choice. I didn't get the choice of 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 being born to my specific parents. I didn't get to pick my starting quest. That was already done for me. Because I'll tell you right now, if I had my choice to go do it over again and I got that video game loading screen, I would pick good looks and money versus this sparkling personality. Don't think I'm being naive to say things like unlock your doors and open your windows. No, no, no. There's evil in the world. But what I'm, I'm trying to get to is 
the whole point of of religions is to be an individual journey to better yourself and others. So there's a quote from the Matrix Reloaded. The Oracle says, "What do all men with power want? More power." Faith is meant to be, like I said, it's an individual's journey for self-improvement. Wars are fought for land for religious reasons. It makes no sense, people. Our species needs to be unified in the pursuit of advancement of our species as a whole. Okay? I'm not talking about socialism or communism or marxism. I'm talking about us as a species needs to work together. The operative word is work. Not this feed me, entertain me. Not this one person gets wealthy and everybody else starves. We're currently building very quite successfully I might add a dystopian future. Because a utopian future, you know what? It may not even be possible. And and for those of you unfamiliar, utopian future is where everyone has everything they need to survive and everyone works together as a team. First thing that that's going to require probably is a lack of money because if I recall correctly, Star Trek was based off of the utopian human society and they didn't have money. So our current future that we're building is is dystopian where there's power hungry bloodlusted fiends in power. And we're trying to figure out what we're supposed to do as the average Joe. I have a lot of benefits to being Canadian to to being born in Canada. It's a fairly safe country. Like, it's one of the safer countries on the globe. But there's got to be more to life than eat, reproduce, die. Just like anybody, there's more to life than paying bills until you die. There's a lot of people who don't have any kind of religious affiliation, who don't know what the purpose of life is. But people who volunteer, people who help others, know that that is a good purpose. Through science and technology... We've overcome physiological disabilities, dramatically increased life expectancy, and we've eradicated certain diseases. But poverty still is a constant in our societies. Those in power want to remain in power. We are told never discuss religion, never discuss politics, which is why I'm discussing them both. Because I want to break these social rules. Because they're stupid. We get told if you talk about your religion or you talk about your your political affiliation, you'll lose friends, you'll argue with people. No, you, you can have a discussion, you can have a conversation, you can even have a debate over things if you can do it rationally, calmly, and respectfully. <clears throat> and that's what makes someone who's good at debating good at debating, is they're calm, rational, and logical. Now, one of the things that we're constantly under threat of is violence. And, and violence isn't the answer. This, the, the protests, I don't care what they are. Any protest that is not peaceful is not a protest. It is a riot. It is violence. And it is completely unnecessary. And anyone who works as a fire starter for riots, and I'm not talking about the attack on the Capitol. I'm not talking about the BLM riots. I'm, I'm talking about... Anyone who's in a position where they try and incite violence, you are a detriment to the human race. 
The only answer for our species to continue successfully is unity. And if you think you can't, as an individual, make a difference, I'm going to just prove you wrong. Because everyone... There's a song by a band called Nothing More. And the song is called Do You Really Want It? And the chorus says, Everybody wants to change the world, but one thing's clear. No one ever wants to change themselves. And that's the way things are. And that's the issue with humanity as a species, is everyone wants to change the world, everyone wants to be a crusader, but no one's taking the first step. And before anybody comes at me and says, oh, well, what have you done for anybody else? I'm going to give you a breakdown. I quite frequently donate to charities that I know to be actual legitimate charities that actually do good work and not take 80 cents a dollar for the corporate coffers. I have been and still volunteer quite frequently with people in my community. I have invited people into my home. I have given them jobs. Like I've provided them with work and income so that they can get on their feet. I've helped people through uh, rehabilitation for drug addiction. So yeah, I do actually put myself out there. But just to put it in perspective, of the influence people could have on a global scale if powerhouses got involved. Now, I'm lucky to make above... I'm lucky to to be in the black financially. I'm lucky to make more money than is coming out of my bank in a month. But in 2020, the top 10 corporations in the world made $36.6 trillion. That's with a T and a lot of zeros worth of revenue now that's not profit that's revenue there is a difference revenue is how much you've sold in goods and services so their net profit is a good chunk less than that i'll give them that now the estimates to cure global famine are between 7 billion with a b and 265 billion again with a b as in bravo per year billion dollars and this is all in u.s dollars So between 0.019% and 13.81% of the total revenue generated by just the top 10 corporations in the world, like global corporations, would solve world hunger. And the reason why it fluctuates between 7 billion and 265 billion per year is because of weather effects and random events, earthquakes, etc. Now, universal basic income is a topic for another day, and I just want to clarify that that's not what I'm suggesting here. What I'm suggesting is we need to make more of a difference to ensure humanity as a whole has the basic necessities in life. Food, shelter, medical attention, etc. Sure, family planning is a thing. I don't personally agree with abortion, but I do agree with birth control, because there are people who shouldn't have children. Or there are times where people shouldn't have children until they're in a position where they should, and I'm talking from experience. I love my children. But had I have waited a few more years before I had my first child, my situation would be much different now. Or their situation would be much different now. So I am totally on board with things like birth control and condoms and and, uh, those contraceptives. But... Everyday people can donate to relief funds, you know, save the children, we see the commercials on TV, you know, we donate to the food bank, etc. And if you're in a position to do that, go nuts. 
But when corporates are stockpiling billions and trillions of dollars, this personally bothers me. It's like someone who's self-employed takes their profit from all of their work and blows it. Most people who are self-employed, myself included, when I have excess over my cost of operation, I reinvest it into my, build, my, into my business. I leave it there in case one of my pieces of equipment breaks down. I leave it in there in case I need to rent a vehicle to tow my landscaping equipment. I reinvest in my business. The problem is, is these companies who are being invested by billions around the world are not reinvesting into the same world. They're barely reinvesting into their actual customers, let alone humanity as a species. We still have war-torn countries, dictatorships, etc., and everybody knows that in a war-torn country and a dictatorship can be, you know, reinstalled in a weekend. Like most people, you know, fix their computer by, you know, have have you tried turning it off and on again? These are these are not the the issues. These are the symptoms. Anyways, thanks for listening. What the Fox, episode one. We will be having Mike, a very good friend of mine, come on for the next one, hopefully. So, people and our failed programming. The next episode is we're going to talk about about our programming and what we've been programmed. Thanks for listening to What the Fox. Send your feedback. Remember, let's do it respectfully and let's talk about facts or opinions, but don't pass off opinions as facts. Have a lovely day. Peace.